0: Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 23.
1: Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John
0: Duma. Fellow entrepreneurs, my driving passion at Entrepreneur on Fire is to share the incredible journey of inspiring and successful entrepreneurs. We are here to support your journey, so go to eofire.com and join the Fire Nation email community. I have some great gifts that you will find incredibly helpful, and we are always creating more for our valued Fire Nation subscribers. And now, give it up for our five-star reviews, Jay Leahy, Greg from Roslindale, Angela Crabtree, F.B. Fryer, and Stella Starkey. Thank you so much for supporting the show, and I look forward to thanking everyone who does the same. Okay, let's get started. I am simply ecstatic to introduce my guest today, Mari Smith. Mari, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Oh, can't wait. (laughs) Mari is known by many as the Facebook queen. Everything she does revolves around people and relationships, fostering new ones, building and maintaining existing ones, and helping others with their relationships. She has studied human behavior over the years and has a particular fascination for personality assessments. Mari, I've given Fire Nation a little overview, but take a minute Tell us a little bit about you personally, and then take another minute and tell us about your business.
1: Sure, sure, absolutely. Well... Pretty much as soon as I start talking, people realize I have an accent, depending on what part of the world they're listening from. And um, I am actually a Scottish and Canadian and a Californian. I was born in Canada to Scottish parents, so I really do feel that I'm 100% Scottish. I have tartan blood, <laughs> but um, uh, I have a real allegiance to Canada, being being born there. I spent the first 12 years of my life. Then went to Scotland uh, when I was 12 and uh, stayed there for the next 20 years and then I've been in San Diego, California, since '99. And um, I was always an employee throughout my whole working life. I left school real early and went straight to the workforce, and uh, pretty much was a you know had a job, all kinds of different, various careers, working with people and uh, marketing or sales or administration, computer and training and technology. So I just had this theme throughout many of my different jobs, my career where my love of people, my love of technology was this common, like, dual theme. And when I got the invitation to come to San Diego, out of the blue, really, by a long-lost friend i hadn't seen for a while, in 99, I I came here with two suitcases and uh, flat broke, had 50 British pounds in my pocket, knew this one person, and I just had an absolute knowing in every cell of my body that I was supposed to come to California and have a whole new life. And I got bitten by the entrepreneurial bug and it's just very, very blast to meet a, a whole community of people who supported me and helped me to get my visa and, and really get a, a head start uh, on my life in the States. And I've been really an entrepreneur since then, involved with my two loves, with people and with technologies, doing coaching and uh, online marketing and creating information products and doing speaking and training. Um, So I just, I feel really, really blessed in in the, the journey that I've had to this point. I feel like I've had several lifetimes in there, actually.
0: I love that. And San Diego will always hold a very dear place in my heart. I spent two years living in Pacific Beach. It was just a phenomenal time. And you hear so many entrepreneurs that, live in San Diego, and you kind of scratch your head, but then you realize, hey, well, if you're an entrepreneur and you are location independent, why wouldn't you live in San Diego? There you go. pretty incredible down there. But listen, Mari, I know that you're huge on personal assessments, and I heard through the grapevine that you're in high I. What exactly
1: does that mean? Uh, Yes, the DISC, the D-I-S-C model, it's a four quadrant. People might have heard it as colors or all kinds of different ways to interpret it. One of my favorites, because it's so easy to understand, and it was actually, it came about, gosh, 2400 years ago in the times of Aristotle. But the I is, uh, stands for influence, and it's somebody who's very, very much a people person. They tend to be extroverted, they get their energy from being with other people, and are very expressive and gregarious, and, and just have a real strong love of uh, connecting with people. The D is, stands for dominance. It's more of a director, driver, uh, a real strong, commanding presence and leader. And the S is uh, support, steady, gentle, loyal, wonderful friend, wonderful you know, administration, a rock-solid uh, support person. And the C um, is the more of the analytical, stands for compliance to rules and regulations. But that's your... Your uh, analytical, accountants, exacting, detail-oriented. That's actually my secondary. So you know what's funny, John, in that disc model, my primary, I'm like a ninety percent influencer, the high I, and my secondary is the is the compliance, analytical, detail-oriented. And I have this kind of uh, dichotomy in myself. Uh, uh, pretty much every day, I'm like, okay, I've got to connect with people. Now handle the details, handle the details, I'll connect with people. So it actually lends itself well. Uh, ironically, to to social media.
0: I can picture the two mini Mari Smiths on both of your shoulders. You're speaking <laughs> at you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, right? It's like having this push pull relationship. Yeah. Oh,
0: I love it. So, Mari, let's transition now to our first real topic, which is a success quote because Entrepreneur on Fire is all about the motivation and getting our listeners pumped up for the great content that you're going to be sharing and the great content that you've already shared. So, what is your favorite success quote?
1: Well, it's actually by my spiritual teacher, whose name is Esperanza, Esperanza Universal, and she's the founder of the Soul Institute, which is the Systems of Universal Law. Someone I met back in 99, I kind of avoided her for 10 years uh, for some bizarre reason. <laughs> I was like scared to really own my power, as Marianne Williamson says, We're more afraid of our light. But uh, Esperanza has been a massive influence on my life for the last three and a half years, and uh, my favorite quote applies to every area of life is this the most important relationship you have is the one with yourself because everyone and everything is a reflection of that relationship and to me that applies to to business finance personal professional all aspects of life if you want to see what's going on in your inner world look at your outer world and that will tell you if you don't like what's going on in your inner outer world you'll need to work on your inner world.
0: I love that. Now take it down to the ground level and share with us how you apply this mentality to your everyday life. Let's hear a specific example.
1: So a specific example would be, let's say, and this is, this is actually uh, pretty relevant right now. Let's say I've been booked for a speaking engagement and it's, it's fantastic. It's, uh, in another part of the world, it's exotic. I'm getting paid a nice big fee for it. And then things happen where I got another speaking engagement that's also international, and it's now feeling like it's adding a lot to my plate, and I'm now at a choice point to go, wow, would well, I want these? Do I want to travel this much? Do I do I really want to, um, uh, you know, put this amount of commitment on my calendar? And then some stuff starts happening. The first one, they're, the speaking engagement, they're not being as responsive, or. You know, they haven't paid my deposit yet, or something like that. And so rather than going into reaction and going, Oh my God, what's going on? Why aren't they? I'm looking, Well, that's interesting. What an interesting reflection. This is my higher self or the universe saying to me, Mari, do you really, really want to put this much commitment on your calendar? And I can just, it's like the Aikido principle I can just go with the flow and not be attached. Uh, a wonderful quote by Wayne Dyer, which says, I Have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. And so that's where, for me, I I, pretty pretty much every day, every day an appointment gets moved around or I have a specific result that I want to have happen, I want so many people to sign up for an event, and it turns out maybe half as many sign up for it, totally okay, it is what it is.
0: Absolutely, that's another powerful quote and a powerful example. Thank you for being so specific with Fire Nation and really giving us a peek into how you interpret that quote. Yeah, We'll use that to transition to the next topic, Mari, which is failure. And I have a little inkling that you don't necessarily probably love the term failure. And we don't have to because we can also term it as a challenge or an obstacle that we need to overcome. But however you do want to define it, as entrepreneurs, we face these situations throughout our journey. Entrepreneur on Fire is about your journey, Mari, as our spotlight entrepreneur. So take us through a challenge or an obstacle or a failure that you faced in your past and how you overcame
1: that. Sure. Sure. You're right. I mean, I don't typically have the word failure in my vocabulary. I I might say challenge uh, and or a learning opportunity. I think for me, it's it's always an opportunity to learn and to just really maintain that deep connection to myself and to source as uh, I I mentioned earlier. And so that if something occurs in my life or my business or my finances or whatever, where it's like, oh, my gosh, am I ever going to overcome this? I'm like, no, okay, wait a minute. I can absolutely affect my experience right now in this moment by the words and the thoughts and the feelings and the actions that I take. Yes. So specifically to answer your question, John, I would say that the biggest challenge I've overcome is the very journey that, that we talked about at the beginning of our chat here, and that is coming to this country as a complete foreigner um, with uh, a 30-day flight, I came, I landed here. You couldn't get, I couldn't get one-way flight. Obviously, I'm coming in on a British passport. Um, I have dual citizenship with Canada as well, and and the very little money. But just, I say to people, you know, there's a difference between a belief and a knowing. To me, I can absolutely believe that something's possible. I'm almost having to will myself to believe it, whereas a knowing never has any doubt. A knowing is etched into every cell of your body and your being that you know something is meant to be. And so, even though, uh, in hindsight, now when my, the self that I am now, some 13 years after my journey to this country, I can look back and go, oh yeah, I know I have so much more wisdom now, and what would I say to that, that younger person? But I, I just was, I wouldn't even say I was necessarily naive I just was very optimistic and I and I tend to see the glass half full but where I, the position I find myself in now I'm very very fortunate to have a successful business and have a significant platform and I just love social media and that I you know kind of fell into my lap in 2007 and was really an evolution of where I was taking my my career and I joke about being an overnight success 10 years in the making (laughs) because if I hadn't overcome that challenge 13 years ago of, oh, my gosh, how am I going to legally find a way to work and live in this country when I have no money? And one of the things that occurred is actually I got introduced to a fantastic immigration attorney within just a few weeks of getting here just by being really active in the community and networking and whatnot. And I ended up trading him uh, his legal fees uh, for building a website. I built him a website for a project he was working on. And I was like, what's this barter thing? We don't do that in Scotland. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) That is a great example of how you turned that potential obstacle or challenge into a learning experience. And I just love your turn of phrase there. And I'm definitely going to be using that in the future because it's really how we define situations that matter so much. So Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for opening my eyes up to another way to look at a situation. And sure. let's go to the other end of the spectrum right now, Mari. And that's the aha moment, because as entrepreneurs, just like we face challenges every day, we also have these little aha moments that just inspire us and propel us forward. And you're the kind of person I know that just relishes these moments and really uses them to just inspire you in the different directions that you're taking. Can you take us back still in your journey as an entrepreneur to a really large light bulb that just went off in your head and you said, wow, this is something that's going to resonate with my target audience, with my fans, with my potential clients. Do you have a moment like that?
1: Yes, yes, I do. Uh, Back in 2003... Uh, I got introduced to Harvecker, and he's the Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. He has these huge events, the Millionaire Mind Intensive, and he had just began to to lead them in California. And uh, I went and just fell in love with the kind of training at the time that he was doing. I ended up working with the company for a while, took his train-the-trainer program, and just really, really loved the style of teaching where it's like super learning. There's a lot of interactive training, and... um, Fast forward to two thousand nine. So I was involved with this company a little bit for as a coach, and you know, took a lot a lot of the programs. And then, as I grew my real strong brand as a social media leader and specifically as the premier Facebook marketing expert uh, on the planet, I will claim that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got invited to speak at one of Har Becker's events. Actually, I spoke two years in a row. So the aha moment, here I am up on stage, the thousand people in the audience giving me a raving, you know, five-minute standing ovation before I even opened my mouth, before I even said a word. And that's the, the kind of audience that they have. They're just wonderful. And I presented the information to them. I, you know, I did a, a a great session on social media for them, and we had a great time. And specifically, one of my own internal personal fears is around incorporating spiritual concepts and universal truths and being willing to weave that into the business world and to just be really real to talk about some of the mishaps I've had and some of the challenges and it was just absolutely beautiful the first time I spoke uh, at that van with a thousand people and it's that was 2009 and uh, I had a lot of women were coming up to me in tears and just saying, thank you thank you for saying for sharing your truth and your heart and your light and for being real and for not you know trying to sell us or, or, you know, giving us tons of valuable content. And I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely living my dream life right now. all I have, I I feel that, that way, you know, every day, some days are challenging, of course, but you know, it's just, it's just an amazing feeling to know when you can show up to work quote unquote every day and be a hundred percent fully authentically you. And that's exactly what you're supposed to do in in this, in this lifetime. That's powerful, Mari. And when you
0: had that aha moment that you just so graciously shared with us, what were some specific actions that you took to really leverage that aha moment into what you currently have today?
1: I really began to deepen my trust, my own level of trust in myself and to watch when the self-doubts come up and the fears and the concerns about really just putting myself out there and, um, you know, I lead my own events, um, just a few months ago, I had a real small group training uh, here in San Diego. And I, over the last couple of years, I've just gotten so much more comfortable with being extremely transparent and authentic and just, you know, just being willing to be vulnerable. In fact, my spiritual teacher, Esperanza says the safest place in the world is your own vulner- vulnerability. You just sharing the inside of you. And so, People come to me for social media training. And I love it when people say, you know, you're you're really a spiritual teacher too. And I say, you know, it, I, I resonate with that because I gravitate towards social media. Of course I do. But I really see that social media is channels. It provides us with channels through which we can get the message out whatever that might be, whatever our cause is, whatever really fires us up, that we want to make this change on the planet and we can take it out through social media. But Facebook and Twitter and all these sites have compelled us as human beings to, I believe, to a higher standard of excellence and integrity and authenticity. Not like there's necessarily levels, but it's like people just want the real you. And so I have really... Strive to to do that more and more in my business, and when people come up to me now at my own events and say, "Oh my gosh, that was transformational! That was life changing!" And you know, all quote unquote I've done is taught them some social media skills.
0: <laughs> Mari, with all of these amazing milestones that you're sharing with us, have you had an "I've made it" moment?
1: Mm, that's a great question. You know, I. I probably have John, and um, I don't have a real specific one that's coming to mind. This second, uh, I have a way of measuring my success in each and every day, and that is each each night when I go to sleep that I feel that I'm living my life on my own terms, and that I'm in alignment with with my truth and my gifts and what I'm supposed to do uh, in in you know this lifetime, as I say. And so I would say, John, you know, I think probably every day, I would say every day I have that I've made it moment. Because if I don't say that, if I have this nagging feeling, which I think a lot of people tend to do of like one day, someday I'm going to make it. One day I'm going to put a stake in the ground and go, you know, when I lose those five pounds, when I make that extra million dollars, when I have a baby, when I travel the world when I write a book, whatever the things are that people want to do. And then I'm like, then I made it. We call it the when I, then I syndrome. And I just feel for me, I, I've already made it and I, I make it every day.
0: The when I, then I syndrome. I love that Mari. It just speaks so clearly. It's going to resonate so well with fire nation. And it's just great to hear that you actually take a step back apparently every single day and just really appreciate the achievements that you've accomplished throughout your career, the milestones that you're making, because so many entrepreneurs just get caught up in putting their head down, driving towards their lofty goals, reaching those goals, and then just immediately setting that next goal forward where it's so important to set goals and to have those lofty standards for yourself, but to appreciate the achievement that you've made. And Entrepreneur on Fire is about the journey, and I'm so glad to hear that you're enjoying your journey because it's just a great symbol For Fire Nation in general to enjoy their journey.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think there's nothing worse for entrepreneurs or just people in general to be climbing and climbing and climbing a ladder only to get to the top and find out it was leaning against the wrong wall.
0: (laughs) Ah, I love that. I'm writing so many notes down right now. This is incredible.
1: (laughs) all these little
0: gems. (laughs) Let's move to the next topic now, which is your current business. You have so many exciting things going on right now, speaking engagements, everything to do with social media. You're the Facebook queen. Facebook is really just taking on a life of its own in so many exciting areas. What is one thing that's really exciting you about your business, about Mari Smith right now?
1: Well, I just love to do webcasts, um, otherwise known as webinars, and over the last year I've invested a significant amount of money, a quarter of a million dollars in fact over the last 12 months to work with an extremely high-end business coach, and she has helped me to really, really elevate my brand, uh, my messaging, and really overhaul my business and the different streams of revenue and she has a background in television. She used to have her own TV show uh, for 10 years back in the UK and so what we have done this year is really up leveled the standard and quality of these webcasts that I do where I go and I rent a professional studio, I we might have um, multiple different cameras, uh, we have uh, you know, a script, we have a studio audience and so sure it's a, it's a webinar but it's literally television quality and I just love the camera and the camera loves me and I have said for years in the context of social media that there is no amount of sophisticated technology that will ever ever take the place of in person, live, press in the flesh, eye to eye, belly to belly, you know, shaking that hand and being able to read somebody's body language, feel their energy, but I'll tell you something, the next best thing is video. specifically live, so live streaming and like Google Hangouts, that's a really popular feature Skype video, you know, all these different mediums that we have, FaceTime on the iPhone and now like really uh, where you're seeing the convergence of television and the internet and streaming technology and uh, mobile apps, so I'm just really excited about where all this is going. And and I tell you what, John, you will see me one of these days on the main major television network because that's where all this is going.
0: Oh, and I will applaud that day because it's your kind of energy and passion, Mari, that we need more of in the mainstream. So I'm excited for that to happen. I have no doubt it will happen. Your confidence is just shining the way, and there's great things to come, Mari. Entrepreneur on Fire is really about telling your journey. And part of your journey is kind of pulling the curtain back and looking inside a little bit. And I know that you don't have two days that are identical in any way, shape, or form. That's just not the life of an entrepreneur. But can you share with our audience two tasks that seem to occupy a good portion of your day every day?
1: Hmm. I would say the first one absolutely undoubtedly is engagement. Um, I have another quote for you. It's one of my own, and that is specifically in terms of online marketing or social media marketing, that content is king, but engagement is queen, and she rules the house. So for effective social media marketing, sure, you can delegate your content. I have help with, with one of my team members finds content for me to put on Twitter, but I'm so, so rigorously... Um, committed to being the only one that does the engaging. When it's me, I don't have ghost tweeters. I don't. Nobody writes on my behalf and speaks in on in my voice. So, one task every single day, I'm going to check check my tweets, my Facebook. I'm going to personally respond uh, to as many people as I can. That's just really really critical to me. And I'd say the second task that occupies majority of my day is really the the planning and the scheduling. And um, one of the major changes I put in place this year with my coach was to switch from, well, I, I use a calendar, a digital calendar system. But in addition, I have augmented that with a giant wall size, floor to ceiling, wall to wall, uh, year at a glance planner. And we use little sticky notes and Sharpies and we have whiteboards and flip charts everywhere. And my whole team and I were just always making sure that we're mapping out and planning ahead and scheduling and really having uh, full control uh, over, over each and every day and the results.
0: Thank you for giving us that insight, Mari, because oftentimes the word entrepreneur is just a mystery to people, and to be able to really take a glimpse and see that, just like everybody else, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're engaging with people, and that's just really great to see, and it really just makes you much more accessible. Thank you. So Mari, we're going to move to the, the last segment of the show, which is the lightning round. It's my favorite part of the show because I get to ask you a series of questions and you get to come back to us with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> what was holding
1: you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, I would say undoubtedly was belief, belief in myself belief that I could do it, belief that I was capable, belief that I had a vision and a mission and that I was meant to be a leader and that I dance this fine line still on a daily basis of getting out there and being a leader and not making it about my ego and not just really always leading from the heart and keeping the ego in check. And uh, one of the ways that I do that is before I put anything out there, I always ask myself, what is my deepest intent? In fact, before I send any tweet or Facebook post or email or text, I'm like, what is my deepest intent? And that allows me to always come from the heart and not from the ego.
0: What is the best business advice you ever received?
1: That was, gosh, I want to say probably 10 years ago. A person I only ever met once. They were a speaker at a coaching group. Uh, that I used to belong to and we end up meeting up a few days later for lunch and this person said to me this powerful question which I use in my own coaching programs and that is if I were to buy everything you offer, how much would it cost me and what would I get for my money? And when you can answer that question as an entrepreneur, your whole business model is there. You will see where it's flawed. You will see where if you're trying to make a million dollars this year, but you don't have the right components in place, you don't have enough to offer, people can give you money for, then uh, you, you might need to you know, re, re um, organize your revenue streams and profit centers. Mm, what a unique insight. What's
0: something that's working for you or your business right now?
1: I would say going back to that webcast, a live webcast, and just doing these like television quality broadcasts where people can interact, people can get tremendous value, and you know I use it as a as a revenue generator where I have people come and join me for free, and then uh, I will always make an offer so they can continue to work with me if they wish. Um, you know uh, my most successful one. Uh, this year, I had 6,000 people tune in live from around the world, and um, so I'm always looking to to beat my beat, beat my own record. <laughs> That's
0: great, and I have no doubt you will accomplish that goal, Mari. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> Do you have an internet
0: resource, like an Evernote, something along those lines, that you're just in love with, that you can share with Fire Nation?
1: Well, you know, a, a tool that I use every day, absolutely beyond a doubt, is Hootsuite, H-O-O-T-S, U-I-T-E, Hootsuite.com, and that allows uh, my team to schedule posts for me. Uh, we use it predominantly for Twitter because Facebook has its own scheduler. Um, but that, I, yeah, I absolutely use that every day. And I have different apps on my iPhone that I use regularly too, but that's probably Hootsuite's my, my daily one um, that I use. Tweetcaster Pro, there you go. I'll give a mobile one, Tweetcaster Pro is my favorite Twitter app for the iPhone. Nice, you use that daily. <laughs>
0: that's a that's an entrepreneur on fire. First, When we love those. <laughs> What's the best business book that you've read?
1: Best business book is Darren Hardy's Compound Effect. Simple, quick read. Highly recommend the book and the CDs. Pop it in your car. Listen to it many times. Darren Hardy is a publisher of Success Magazine, friend of mine, amazing man, and just this book is just so, so concise and well put together. And you start to recognize that success doesn't happen in massive, big leaps and giant changes. It happens in micro habits that you do every single day that compound over time.
0: I love that. Mari, this is the last question, and it's kind of a tricky one. So just take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an amazing answer. If you woke up tomorrow morning in a completely new world, this world is identical to Earth, but you knew nobody. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, but only $500 in your pocket, a computer with Internet access, your shelter and food are completely taken care of. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: (laughs) Okay, so you're saying my business and everything has disappeared. My whole online presence has disappeared.
0: Poof, Poof. no more Mari Smith. Nobody knows Mari (laughs) Smith in this new world except that she's just a really pretty blonde woman.
1: Oh, thank you. Gosh, yeah. So, well, if I have a computer and internet access, then I'm going to spend a significant amount of time on that computer building out a blog, building out a Twitter account and a Facebook and uh, uh, looking to reestablish a presence and connecting with influencers. Um, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with CLOUT, uh, the influence scoring system. There's another one called CRED with a K. and, And just being able to look and use these online tools to identify, okay, who do I need to know? Who can I befriend? How can I help them? How can I add value to them as opposed to coming from like, hey, hey, can you help me? Um, And I would do a combination of online activities as well as offline. And in fact, funnily enough, you know, I love your question here, John, because, you know, I I found myself in that position pretty much 13 years ago when I came to this country. You know, one of the first things I did was I was very active in Toastmasters back in Scotland and I just I looked up all the local Toastmasters and also speaking circles and different networking groups and meetup.com and just looked at places where I could instantly put myself in an environment where people are openly looking to network and build relationships. It's critical to have that blend in this day and age of both online and offline.
0: That is such actionable advice. In this whole interview, Mari, you have given us great actionable advice, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then give yourself a plug, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: One parting piece of guidance, gosh, you know, uh, I would say that always, always trust your heart and your gut. And just the way that you do that is you have to take time each and every day to be still, to be still. Don't just jump on your iPhone or your, you know, mobile device and get onto Facebook the moment you open your eyes. (laughs) Take time to just read something spiritual, bring something that brings you um, joy and uplifts you so that you can Go throughout the day with the peace and the tranquility and the groundedness. And then you'll hear that still small voice and you'll be able to trust it. Um, And as for a plug, people can find me at marismith.com, facebook.com slash marismith and twitter.com slash marismith. And I like to say to people, just Google me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm sure your SEO is incredible we will link everything that you've mentioned in the show notes today Mari and you have been so generous with your time and with your information with your experiences Fire Nation we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side Fire Nation thank you so much for joining us today my one call to action for you is to go to eofire.com join our email list and receive our ever-growing supply of gifts to include WordPress video tutorials, an entrepreneur quiz with complete diagnosis, and access to our weekly newsletter. Also, for that entrepreneur ready to take it to the next level, visit ignitemastermind.com, join our elite mastermind community, and watch your business or business idea explode.
1: Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite!